Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. These days, having versatile clothing you can wear anywhere is a must. That's why American Giant makes clothing that fits into your life and is made to last. Plus, with an impressive selection of staples to choose from, there's something for everyone. And it's all made right here in the USA. Find your new wardrobe staples at American-Giant.com and get 20% off your order when you use code WA23 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com. Promo code WA23. Hello and welcome to this content episode and to the Foot Weekly Podcast out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts from and made possible by the Pod's patron supporters. Let's get into it then. We're going to talk about chemistry today and uh, I think we've had enough time with it to give some early-ish thoughts and we have two content experts to really break it down for us, which is going to be good. And as we very often do, almost always, we have Air Japes FIFA. Welcome back to the Pod. Thank you very much, Ben. Uh, though a semi-content expert myself maybe yeah. not so much i like look at what i like and what i don't like and that's kind of the end of it yeah. i think the eyes just lights up a little more for the gameplay pod you know what are you going to do with the cards if you can't play with them yeah exactly forgotten by many foot players i think unfortunately but not our next two guests who like both the gameplay and content side of fifa 23 we'll start with jason aka kimpembro i guess you know kimpembe not quite the force he was last cycle yeah, I'm, I'm changing my name to Araujo, I think. I think he's so clear now. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Know, Jace, Jason works fine. Uh, thank you for having me back, actually. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, no, it's good to have you back. First time in FIFA 23, uh, so that's great. And we also have with us Josh, a.k.a. Spreadsheet FIFA, joining us again for a second time in FIFA 23. Welcome back. Yeah, thank you very much for having me. Shout out Papa Spreadsheet. He uh, he listened to the first episode and asked me uh, lots of questions about Ultimate Team that he'd never asked before. So, uh, so shout out to him if he's listening to this one. Always good to hear listeners finding guests outside of the pod and we should get into what we're going to talk about first. Always pound for pound powerhouse on the content pod, which is the best value player over the past week or so. I actually realized I didn't bow the poll for the pound for pound for last week, which was silly, but that means the guests on the podcast can decide the winner. We had the SBC Jack Harrison nominated, Rule Breakers Godfrey, Rule Breakers Robert Tone or Robert One and inform Masiala. No giveaways from James as to which one was his. So who do you say should win last week, Josh? It's a tough one. I, I think I think I'd swing towards uh, Rule Breakers Godfrey just because I feel like he's been the most overlooked. And if you look mm. at his price compared to something like inform Joe Gomez without going down the Everton versus Liverpool route, he, with an architect, is the only way to get him lengthy. But he's a brilliant, brilliant centre-back for under 50k in the Premier League. That is English. I, I I don't understand his price at all compared to some of the others. And then, Jason, are you going to rubber stamp that or have you got another one you want to go for? I'm going to go with uh, Rule Breakers, Robert One, Robert Tone. Um, mainly because I've actually used him quite a bit and um, he's surprisingly brilliant like he would have been my pound for pound if i was on last week he's exactly who i'd have went pound for pound powerhouse the only thing that lets him down a little bit is like the work rates if you want to play him a bit more defensive but he's such a good like all-rounded midfielder his agility on the ball i mean i said i used him for 
quite a lot. And um, he was really, he was surprisingly very, very good. So he would be my pick. Nice. And then... So we don't actually, match. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was going to say, now we have to have someone decide it, which is good because neither of those were Japes. So I can ask Japes to decide between Rule Breakers Godfrey and Robert Tone. Uh, who are you going to go for to to win last week? I mean, this answer is easy because I just want to say Robert Wanakin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Godfrey is such an easy name; it's like not that fun. So, Robert Wan, it is. Yeah, and I guess Jason, you'd used him, so that's probably a bit fairer too. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, you know, impending Robert Two, look out, world. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I see myself out. All right. <laughs> nice. Well, we should move on to this week's pound for pound powerhouse nominations, and we'll start with a listener suggestion i especially want to get this one in there because i think people are going to go for it uh bertisaka went for pound for pound being thomas munia the rule breakers four-star weak foot base positions of right back right wing back and the right mid high attacking medium defensive six foot three and great in the air he's a lengthy boy at standard but with anchor his strength is 95 heading to 93 sprint speed to 99 and acceleration to 85 i'm playing him as a marauding right back in a 4-1-2-1-2 and in his first 10 games saw him chip in with a double digit goal involvement winning every long ball on counter defensively for 14k he's a no-brainer and I've got my fingers crossed for a Bellingham promo card. Yeah, I used him myself over the weekend and he is outstanding, was going to be my nomination too. Really impressive, just kind of flawless to be honest. I mean, yeah, he's not the most dribbly player because he is big and just because a player is fast with length or whatever doesn't necessarily mean they're the most agile, but he yeah moves well and seems to be very composed. So I was quite impressed. Definite good nomination to start us off. So who should we go for first? Uh, well, actually, I guess, Jason Kimberbro, you've been on the podcast at least recently. So we'll come to you first. Who would you like to nominate? I'm going to steer clear of SBC players. Otherwise, I probably would be edging towards Arnautovic, believe it or not. But I used mm. um, Chimmy Avila, Avila, uh, as he oh, called yeah, Avila. Yeah. I used him this weekend in my weekend league team uh, because I'm running a quite like a budget-ish weekend league team just on my main whilst I'm trying to like save some coins and that sort of stuff. But um, again, like he's literally discard uh, for obviously five-star week for, um, and if you would have used his his card last year, what was it? It was a, I don't know. I think it was another uh, like yeah. fantasy style card. It was for birthday, wasn't it? Yeah. For birthday, yeah. Tokens, yeah. Yeah. He, he For this this weekend, um, I, play, I played him up top with Falcao and he was surprisingly very good for a card that is just genuinely discard. I mean, his finishing mm. was very good. Not got the greatest agility but or, or skills, but I think once you, you get a player that you kind of know their strengths and their weaknesses, um, he is controlled. He's not part of the lengthy meta, but I mean... Um, He's well worth a try for someone who you can kind of shift the ball onto both both feet and just shoot with. Like, and um, I found this finishing to be like surprisingly very reliable. So mm. that's going to be my choice. Nice, I like it. And then we can move on to Josh. Who would you uh, go for yourself this week? I'm going to go for the objective De Jong, Luke De Jong, with two U's. Mm. He is a 93 rated striker with a marksman, which is probably what I would give him because he does need a little bit of help in the dribbling department. And with 90 sprint speed as base, you kind of, obviously he's lengthy, but he gets up to speed incredibly quickly. And with the link to the player of the month, Cody Gakpo, that's still available for 11 days. And for what is essentially a free card that you only need to spend your time getting, he is unbelievable. I used him this weekend in weekend league and Oh man, like he he is six foot two, but he feels six foot four or five on the pitch and his five star weak foot in the box is absolutely deadly. It's very easy to get his shooting into the mid nineties in all the important stats. He is incredibly strong. I, I, I Just in terms of a fun player that is free that you can put into a team and get easy links to, he is so, so good. Yeah, uh, he was actually nominated by a listener as well so a shout out to ginger pie man who also went for him and agreed i, I think he's the type of player that is nice to see is definitely more effective this cycle so yeah on to you japes probably not much left at this point but anything you wanted to go for <laughs> i mean i'm gonna take uh Mikel marino uh the rule breaker I, I don't know how we're not like he's not getting snapped up mm -hmm. when you look at quote unquote like similar cards that you might see you're looking at like icon level stats 
almost across the board for him and you're getting him for 60k so uh it's a no-brainer he's also uh, uh i guess a lengthy boy as we're saying it mm. i can't remember what the i guess the the one to compare the kessie sbc was like 110k right mm. he's got arguably better stats than kessie does yep all um, the way across yeah i agree i think it's a really good option then. And, and the link to uh to aldi harland as well <laughs> yeah. he's, he's he's got that Everywhere. club link to Sorlot. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And yes, he does. Uh Jape's favorite player, Sorlot. Actually, that's probably been one of the most controversial takes of the last year, Jape's uh, last week Good. going in on Sorlot. People people weren't happy. All right. So there are there Sorlothus or Sorlothus? Man, I'm feeling major dad energy today. That's almost as bad as pound for pound smile houses. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like rolling my eyes at that as I had my wife editing my issue. She was like, oh gosh, are you going to do this? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> and of course, your newsletter to find out more about what we're talking about. We should uh, do that little plug. Yeah. So I think, uh, I mean, leaves me with probably what is the most obvious choice. And you kind of feel like, can you count this as one SBC and go for two players in one with the dynamic duos I mean, that's got... the ultimate like cheater host of the show yeah i know yeah but, i make the rules yeah. sort of thing yeah um, yeah but i guess it means someone could probably do it in the future but yeah arnautovic and posh poch i don't know how you pronounce uh stefan posh uh but yeah they're both really really good value i mean it's what 15k they're both 83 rated squads um, for each and arnautovic I feel like he's probably the more interesting player. Obviously, he's got four-star skills. He's uh, definitely lengthy and 89 strength, 74 agility, has, you know, solid dribbling stats, especially for his size at six foot four, uh, but really good base passing, which I think is quite underrated in terms of what it means you can then do with chemistry styles. His shooting stats also really good and I think well set up for something like a hunter on him to get a bit more pace if you're happy with the dribbling. Uh, looks really good. So you can't really boost his dribbling or you can't really boost his agility. Otherwise, you lose the length if that's important. Um, although, yeah, as we were talking about last week, I think control is kind of underrated anyway, to be honest. So if, if you do want more dribbling out of him, I think you can do that without upsetting his pace too much. But Posh is also pretty good, although he's kind of lacking on the ball. I don't know if anyone here has used him, but I was a little bit concerned by the 42 dribbling and the 61 ball control. But his reactions and composure are very good. And passing is good too so he's probably going to get away with it um he's also got medium medium work rates he's i think he's just not quite as exciting as on Altovich, but with 83 base pace lengthy default i think he's still going to be really good so i don't know I'll, I'll sneak in the double dynamic duo it's rare i get a win coming last so i'll i'll, I'll do it um but has anyone got any further comments on them because i think yeah as as a lot of people have said they're they're pretty good with um with on you missed out the fact he's got outside the foot shot trait and this uh, fee for that yeah, yeah. that is just a game breaking for me any anytime i have a, have a player who uses it they just feel like their shots outside the foot they're just broken so yeah, yeah. that's what that's what interests me about Arnautovic yeah you're right that's, that's a very good point and Josh anything to add before we move on from the dynamic duo I just think the dynamic duos have been brilliant so far I think they've been really really well priced um, mm. good enough cards that you can add them to your team they're probably not going to get into your team if you're if you're looking for those higher ranks but you know in terms of fun cards and it's nice that we've got our customary fun Arnautovic card early this year. Usually he gets an inform or um, what was it last year? Was it a rule breakers as well? Or oh, obviously this isn't a rule breakers, but I think it was a rule breakers last year. He had a really fun card that I used for a, for a few weeks up there. I, I would steer clear of Posh. Everything about his card says he will be able to win the ball back, but you're going to lose it immediately. Uh, <laughs> 43 vision and 42 dribbling is that would be terrible on a bronze card. So, yeah. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, that Ar Arnie looks really fun. And the Austrian link to that uh, SBC Alaba, if you did it as well. Yeah, yeah, that's a really good point. Yes, there are a couple of good Austrian players, but it's nice to see I don't know, a club like Bologna get a couple of special items because with the way chemistry works, that is perhaps going to be a little bit more tricky. And that actually leads us nicely onto what I think we can talk about next, which Matt was basically asking what we thought, having had enough time with the chemistry system, of the chemistry system. How are we feeling about it? Do we think it's positive? I've got a couple of listener takes, which I can also read out, but let's go around. I think Japes, maybe start us off because you've kind of set your case out before saying that you, you felt that it's still a positive addition and uh, you'd like to any more detail apart from that. I think at the beginning of the game, which is where we still are, 
chemistry is obviously going to matter and people are going to care a ton about it. And I think that remains to be, or it's, still holds true, right? The, the mm-hmm. cards aren't high enough rated that we're a plus eight or in some cases a plus 15 boost can't be super meaty. So I think that's true. But I find as I'm getting higher and higher rated cards in my team, I increasingly am caring less and less about chemistry. Mm. You know, I I am still going to call this a net positive, but you're not going to feel how positive this is for another month or two at least. Mm. Like, in you know, in like maybe another month, I would say. Like when the World Cup hits... I think it'll be fine. I think they they miss the mark on some things. Like icon chemistry is goofy. It, it doesn't feel good having icons in your team. And I, I, you know, I did the eighty-five SBC and got Baby Blanc, which mm. would be considered That's like really a great good. result. Yeah, yeah. But he has made it like because he's only an attacking mid or a center back. And I happen to have packed a lot of untradeable like attacking mids that I try to get into my team. It it's forced me into some like awkward situations mm. to like get him in. And he's he is a card that is great with chemistry boosts. Mm. So like he he feels a little clunky without the boosts. There there are cases where it feels bad. So I'm you know I'm sympathetic with that. Um, icons being kind of like the the top end of where it ends up feeling bad. I think the, you know, being able to change positions with players with just one card is amazing. And being able to put them into, you know, like a left mid to an attacking mid to a striker, or you know, whatever you want to do for players where they actually might play on the pitch is super cool. I would have liked to have seen them change that some with like rule breakers and say, this guy can play, you know, I don't know, a variety of different positions, but my concern would be that the game's coded in a certain way to not allow that. Mm. You know, I think net-net, it's probably a positive. It does offer some awkward restraints, though, around, like, how you set up your starting formation to get players in. In a different way, though, than previously. So I, you know, down the road, I think it's still going to be viewed as a net positive. Right now, it still just feels uncomfortable. Well, yeah, and actually, just feeding off that point on Blanc, I had... Uh, kind of different but similar issue in some ways with my icon got Nedved who I was pretty happy with because he's one of the more useful players yeah like a really good player but he absolutely destroyed my chem because he doesn't provide anything to anyone on the pitch whereas Mm. previously my right Doug Leash yeah exactly it's like Doug Leash yeah previously I was having a lot of chemistry provided by Dembele who who I'd bought and was playing right mid so it wrecked my chem I still wanted to play Son on the on the left Son can only play on the left so the only place I could play Nedved was on the right. Lucky he has that right mid switch because otherwise it would have been really annoying. Just ended up basically making sacrifices elsewhere. But I guess the thing you have to think about is ultimately we were always making sacrifices. You just didn't really register them so much because it was so natural when you were building teams. I think even in the old system, there were sacrifices to be made. But I think when I look at other people's teams, people are clearly going one or two league. Um, rarely two league really maybe they'll have a couple of players from other leagues but like it's one other league or one other nation so it does feel like slightly restricted in that sense which is disappointing but I I don't know I I think for me icons is the biggest miss in terms of chemistry and I think actually if we had say icons provide one player to every league in the game that and I think we talked about this before then I think actually that would probably make quite a big difference because then people are like right here's my kind of get out of jail free card for chemistry and I could really bump up my chem overall with this player and that will allow a bit more flexibility and allow me to add more leagues which maybe apart from heroes you don't really have at the moment and even they don't provide a huge boost but yeah interested to hear from uh, jason and josh uh, josh first of all yeah what were your thoughts on this yeah i i kind of agree um shout out to the arch paulie on uh on twitter um I, he, he put something in the other day which is that all the icons have the information of every team they've played for in their career well if that's already in the game why don't they just give an extra boost to all of those clubs and then give a boost to the league for all of the leagues that they've played in as well and fully lean into an icon being the linking player. It it almost feels as if because of the flexibility EA have with heroes that we saw last year, they kind of want to move more towards heroes and slowly phase out icons because it's clear that icons are 
bad for chemistry. Like there, there isn't, there's no situation really in which introducing an icon is going to improve your chemistry. Uh, I will, in terms of a wider point of the new chemistry system, I do like that both icons and heroes get full chemistry regardless of who else is in mm. the team. That that is that is a big positive. Obviously, that was already the case for icons as long as they were in the right position last year. But I do think for people like Alawiran uh, or Al Jaber, you're seeing their prices incredible compared to last year because you could just get them on full chemistry. It doesn't really matter. Mm. I kind of feel like the lengthy meta has made chemistry more important than it was before we really cared about lengthy. And if you still don't, it, it doesn't have as much of an effect because a lot of players need the architect chem style, for example, to get too lengthy or to get too controlled. And they need to be on three chemistry in order for that to have the the maximum effect to, to, to break that threshold. And so I found... People seem to be wanting to get players onto three chemistry a lot more for that reason than necessarily for any of the other boosts that they're getting. Mm. And then what my kind of final musings on how the chemistry system has changed the way at least I've played the game this year is my team has changed drastically like three or four times a week, I will be introducing four or five players back into a lineup in order to kind of change from a Serie A La Liga hybrid into a La Liga Premier League hybrid. And it kind of is dictated by who I've packed. But I agree with Japes that as the cycle continues, especially when you start getting, you know, team of the year, for example, if you pack a team of the year and it doesn't fit your team, it doesn't matter. You just put them in on base stats. It's not going to make any difference. Mm. Um, And although I said that was my last point, it wasn't. My actual (laughs) last point is I don't like that substitutes, the chemistry style that you've got on a substitute makes no difference whatsoever. That seems Mm. silly to me. I think they should have one or two chem coming off the bench Regardless, just so that, you know, if you give an anchor or a shadow, if you paid a lot of coins to get one of those chemistry styles, I want to still be able to change a player coming off the bench. That feels a little bit silly that I'm not allowed to do that. Yeah, I hadn't really thought about that. I would actually just, uh, something I did want to mention myself and you've reminded me, that thing about changing more of your team more often is actually something that potentially, you know, the content team, uh, yeah, you might think of as a positive potentially because people are going to care more about the depth of their club than they would have previously and actually I don't mind that I think having to think about more players than just your starting 11 and obviously now like five bench players I guess even six bench players is quite good for the game generally I think and and helps people build more I guess over the cycle uh, their club rather than just thinking about 11 players so I do think that's good and I think I've found that myself like I've switched between a couple of different leagues when squad building rather than whereas I previously had a core of players you know maybe even seven that just wouldn't change or would be really fixed and I'd be always looking to build around them actually three or four of those I'll take out and move other players in and I think that's actually not a bad thing for the game generally Uh, so I think it's a good thing to point out but I think people have different views on that some people might think well that's too much I don't want to have to think about so many players Um, you know that's not how I want to play the game but I don't don't think that's a bad thing necessarily Kim Pembroke let's move on to you Uh, have you been thinking about it? I definitely agree with Japes in the sense that right now it's way the issues with chemistry are way more prevalent than they will be at towards the end of the game cycle because Towards the end of the game cycle last year, none of the players needed chem anyway. You know, like Ronaldo was like 99 in most of his stats, that sort of stuff. So chemistry back then didn't matter. But right now, I think it really matters. For instance, if we look at the um, Geraldo Becker, right, I would love to put a finisher chemistry style on him, get the plus 15 finish in and pop him in my team. So he needs the three chem. It is near on impossible to get this guy on chem because... There's no Sudan, uh, sorry, Surinamese managers. Obviously, that's his nationality. I don't know how to say it. Uh, yeah. There's only like five gold players from Union, Union Berlin. So for that, to get him on three chemistry, I need eight points in Bundesliga. So including him, that's seven Bundesliga players just to get him on the three chemistry points I'd need to be able to give him the plus 15 finishing. Whereas back in the day, you'd put him in like a four-five-one. You'd put like maybe like a Bundesliga hero next to him to strong link, and you'd be sorted or two Bundesliga players. So like right now, I, I'm not a huge fan of the chemistry system 
on how restrictive it is uh, in regards to off leagues, off nations. I mean, it's actually far more punishing this year than last year because you was able to like manipulate formations in order to get people on certain chemistry. I actually think the dynamic duos, I think they dropped the ball on the first two personally. I know that Josh said he likes them. I like the idea of them, but what they did was they released them, same club, different nations. Well, that doesn't do, that doesn't do any good. Yeah. 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 Mm. Uh, so with the last, the, the, literally the one they released with Arnautovic and Posh, it's perfect because what happens is you put both of those in, you have two chemistry points straight away for same club, same nation, one manager, they're on full chem, which I think is incredible because at the moment I feel so pinned in to certain mm. leagues or nations and stuff. Um, I think this is like the first time I've run like a near full one league squad just because getting chemistry has been a bit of a nightmare. Mm. And further down the line, I say it doesn't really, it won't matter as much further down the line, but like right now I do actually think chemistry styles are like, still pretty important. And that, like plus 15 shooting on my strike is pretty important. Mm. So, I mean, there's lots of positives. I mean, not having negative chem, I think it's great. You know, you can play in like, I think I put uh, like, I know I put like Neymar in on zero chem once and you know, but mm. it doesn't matter. Like you're not, you're not losing anything, but I just think there's, there is positives and there are negatives and it's about kind of, you know, balancing them. And I think a bit further down the line, it, it won't be as, as important, but right now, like, Certain things, for instance, yeah, that Becker was a prime example for me of why actually this chemistry system is a little bit of an issue. Mm. Like if if they made it so that there was a manager for every nation, you stand a bit more of a chance, you know, because at mm. the moment have, having to having to pl- like play seven additional players from the Bundesliga just to get this uh, just to get Becker on full chem seems just a bit nonsense, unfortunately. Yeah, I think the other thing just to say is. You know, from what I understand, obviously, they can always make the system more lenient and more flexible, but they couldn't really go the other way. So the starting point for them was probably always going to be a bit more conservative, a bit less generous than they could potentially make it in the future if they were to change it. And the other thing is, of course, like we saw with Foot Heroes at the end of last cycle and those, um, what are they, premium SBC versions of players? The the premium footies footies as well, wasn't it? Which give more chem. That's even easier now, right? They can just release a card and say, right, this one gives an extra player of chem to their league, right? It's so easy for them to do that now. So I think that can probably help as well as improve stats on players as we move forward. But the big miss for me is, I think as we've been pointing out, is like, if I want to try a player, I'm just much less inclined because that player, I'm probably not going to be able to get them on three chem unless they happen to already fit into my team very nicely, which is really unlikely. And I'm ending up changing almost my whole team to try a player on full chem. And I'm always intrigued to see what a player player is like on full chem because that is kind of what you aim for. It's easy enough to do it maybe on one or two. And that is in itself positive. The fact that you can easily use a player on one or two chem and use them without any chem and they'll be effective. But for those of us who want to try a player on full chem, which is what you aim for when you get a player, it isn't ideal. We'll talk a bit more about this after the break, actually a bit of a late break, as well as other content we've got in foot at the moment just after this. Something that you may not be aware of as a more recent listener or even a listener for the last year or two is that there was a point in time where the Foot Weekly podcast wasn't actually able to run weekly. I was getting busy with other things and couldn't focus the time on the podcast. But then someone suggested starting the Patreon. Fast forward a few years and now the Foot Weekly podcast is weekly. Not only that, it's actually twice weekly, one podcast every week for supporters, which is great. Nice to give something back. And if you would like the extra podcast every week and would like to support the podcast, keep it weekly then there's no better time to do so because we're coming towards the end of a window where you can enter a 24,000 FIFA point giveaway over on the Patreon. So if you're interested, it's just £3 a month and you get double the podcast content, including this week's gameplay episode focused on how to play with a midfield three, things like that. You can find that and enter the giveaway by following the link in the description or just searching support for weekly. Thank you very much if you do consider it and thank you to those supporters for keeping the pod going. Let's jump back into the pod. Right, let's get back into part two and I'll start with two listener comments. Maybe just summarize them. Uh, We've talked a lot about it already, but I think they capture the two sides of the argument to some extent. Alex here saying, 
that he feels that it is not ideal because putting in one player throws off your entire camp. And he also says uh, it takes a lot to reconfigure your team to correct that to some extent, and sometimes it's impossible. He mentions a Japes line that this is far from a frictionless experience. And he's saying that's probably the reason why I see a lot of teams that are all one league, 85%, he reckons. In his view, EA really missed with the change, whereas Neil here saying that essentially he's really pleased about the increased realism from not being able to convert like Mbappe to CDM, for example, and didn't really get hybrids or get why people were so into them. And also feels that people's need for full chem is basically because people almost take the game a bit too seriously and, and want to compete and that, I guess, will help them do so. I totally get the point in terms of the realism element. I think that's really good. And I appreciate adding in players just completely on the hoof from other leagues, etc. Without any chem, it works now and that's nice. And it will be better as we move forward in the game and players get better. But I think the flip side that you have to bear in mind is that squad building has been something... At Lowe's, we know you can get the job done faster if you don't have to stop and come into the store all the time. That's why we've updated our app with your business in mind. With the app, you can build quotes, easily reorder your supplies, track orders, and much more. So you can get everything you need right away, stay on the job, finish it, and get started on the next one. Download the app today. Because Lowe's knows time is money. Lowe's knows pros. Despite maybe it looks like there are certain metas, like the 451 is something that has been a kind of valuable skill, which has enhanced people's ability to play the game by building effective squads with the boosts. And if that becomes so difficult that people just stick to like one league with a couple of players sprinkled in, it doesn't feel like that element of the game, which has been such a core part of it, has been retained. I don't think we're at the stage where we can say, yes. This is definitely not what it was in terms of being able to be creative and build uh, good squads and take advantage of chemistry in a skilled way. I don't think we're at that point really because people are still building. There's still lots more players coming into the game and it will get easier. Um, but at the moment, it does feel like there are tweaks needed. But there are quite a few advantages to the current system, definitely. Oh, we didn't even talk about though, like how easy it is to get players in now from if you're trying to get the same team boost like I have Muziala and Neuer mm. in my squad and there's no direct links it's like okay you have two Bayern players and away you go yeah that is huge that's very positive yeah, yeah huge and I think that's the dichotomy isn't it you've got the fact that now you can have two players from the same club and they don't need to be anywhere near each other on the pitch and still give you chemistry, which makes more sense than, you know, two French players mm -hmm. that have never played in the national team, but because they are next to each other in a 4-5-1, both get seven chemistry, it, it makes less sense. But when you get a player like Geraldo Becker, who I feel like is only as good as he is and as cheap as he is, because they know it's very difficult to get him on any kind of solid chemistry that's where there is a fall down. Mm. I feel like one of the things we've not spoken about is SBCs because I think it's been a massive boost to not need chemistry in SBCs. And I do feel like that has happened mm. because of the new chemistry system. But they could have done it in the old system. In fact, they did do it last towards the end of last year almost to prepare us for what they would be like this year. And so it's that's not really a boost of the new system in my eyes because it could have happened before. Yeah, that's their choice, really, from a content That's also assuming, by the way, that, that it's going to be like this for the uh, foreseeable. Just because we don't have any chem requirements now doesn't mean it's not going to be introduced in the future. Yeah, I mean, I honestly think the position change factor, probably the biggest in terms of why we don't have chemistry on uh, these high-rated SBCs, because you'd end up using so many position change consumables, it changed the price of the SBC quite a bit. And... You can see they're trying to supply them through the SBC, but they still remain relatively high in price. So I don't know. We'll have to see how things pan out. Maybe we do end up getting chemistry in those higher rated SBCs if there is a greater supply of those. It would be a bit of a shame, though. Let's move on to some SBCs, actually, because we have had plenty of player content that we have not yet got to on this podcast. We've not really covered many players at all, actually, apart from pound-for-pound -pound ones. So the first one I was going to bring up is the Becker. It's a great test of lengthy and acceleration types because you've got the one that can't be lengthy at all, but then one which is pretty much lengthy with anything. 
But that lengthy version, the only one that can be lengthy, is awful in terms of the dribbling <laughs> stats particularly. 71 reactions, 73 ball control, 75 composure, 76 dribblings, basically you know, mid to low 70s in all the dribbling stats. Do you think they were like, how many people are silly enough to just want lengthy? I don't know. Does anyone disagree that that was such a clear choice if you were going to do him? I guess the weak foot, maybe if people prefer weak foot over skill moves, that version did have the four-star weak foot, three-star skills. But yeah, a bit of a no-brainer for me. But any any other views, welcome. I um, I think the, the non-lengthy version is so clear that I think you'd be crazy just to pick the uh, lengthy version just because, you know... I do. I am a huge fan of cards that start lengthy, though, if that makes sense, mm. because you um you don't have to sacrifice by like predominantly people choose architect obviously because it gives the most um mm. gives the most strength. But I mean, in general, I I like I like pre lengthy cards, and then you can be like a lot more flexible with the chemistry styles. But yeah, the uh, that Becker SBC is it was a bit of a strange one, really. You, you, you're like a shower, not a grower. That's that's what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> if you're lengthy already, then fine. I'm happy. People are definitely too concerned about having lengthy when controlled is still very effective in behind. Son with a hunter, he's controlled, he gets in behind so effectively. I think he yeah, tends to beat players for the same pace but lengthy quite frequently and will definitely beat players who are slower than him who are lengthy. So I, I wouldn't be too concerned about it and James we, we were saying this on the last podcast yeah this is what I'm saying one player who certainly isn't lengthy is that new Insignia SBC or not super new now I guess only 35k for him and well, apart from maybe lowish reactions he looks pretty good Jason had you used him I think you might have done is that right yeah I have uh, yeah I've used him yeah, I had a lot of fun with him actually he's um he makes generally in most FIFA's he uh he makes FIFA pretty fun for me because yeah. you know that small Agile, you know, I'll be one dribbling. He's he's so responsive. So yeah, no, he's 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 a lot of fun. He was actually one I was going to pick, but last time I was on the um the pod, I picked Insigne for my oh, yeah. fans, so I didn't want to pick him again. Nice. And uh, I think the other player, Dodo, is an interesting one. We had his passing is so bad. It's already got dust. Yeah, there's already dust, isn't there? And he's up to an eighty-one now. That's why Dodo just felt really awkward to me. Another player like that is Estupinian. Who has uh, some rule breakers cards just have like dire stats in a particular category, like we're talking about with Becker. Estupian has, I think it's like, again, low 70s on all the dribbling stats, despite looking pretty good elsewhere. There's just not much you can do to boost reactions and composure, right? Especially on a defensive player without wasting boosts. So I think he's someone that, um, again, you know, might look all right, but probably isn't that good and similar with Dodo. Uh, and then the other player is the player of the month, Messi. Is anyone interested for 800k at this stage in the cycle is it and actually only the cam position i believe which is a bit of a shame but i'm gonna just throw this out there i've mm. seen people do them i don't know the packs that are with them but like for me it feels crazy that we don't think Messi gets an inform right <laughs> like, yeah i see what you mean yeah, yeah. anytime soon to go up to the exact same rating and the, that card's gonna be like 500k maybe mm. yeah. tradable yeah so i saw a lot of people saying they could grind for that Messi, and I don't know about you, I'm finding it way more difficult this year to get fodder for SBCs, especially, you know, we, we're we still probably two weeks out from League SBCs at this point. And even, even my packs from Div Rivals, it doesn't seem like there's enough opportunity for me to pack fodder to be able to grind in inverted commas towards this Messi. And at mm. three times the price of his base card, that is literally just one stat lower. It, mm. it it really yeah I I'm I'm with Japes I, I I don't know if this one makes sense if you if you're desperate for a Messi um you know running first owner or like the dynamic image yeah, that's cool. then then go for it but it's it wouldn't be something I would be spending an awful lot of coins on just quickly uh, completely off topic by the way you're talking about you can't boost uh, you know there's people's composure you know that's the only I think that's one of the only stats in the game you can't actually boost with a chemistry style like composure is just a set yeah exactly apart from stamina I guess but yeah. yeah. Going back to Messi, so I've obviously done him, you know, standard. Messi is one of those players that when you have him in your team and you use him, he's amazing. Like, he, he does everything. He's actually a lot a lot of fun. He's awesome. But <laughs> um, without trying to, like, like if I was going to advise someone, should they spend 750k on him? Definitely not. Just get the tradable one. There won't be much difference. But, I mean, mm. actually, the card itself, 
is phenomenal. Mm. I wanted to just quickly, as we're talking about players, I'm sure someone or plenty of listeners at home will be thinking it, but Japes, there's a Barella in form, yes. which is nice. I'm guessing he probably doesn't fit your team, but still nice to see. Uh, I've got some Serie A boys in. Oh, you do? Okay. Yeah. It's only a yeah. plus one though, I guess, unlike last year where it was the, the golden 84 to 86 upgrade, wasn't it? Yeah, he got the, the juicy upgrade, but this year he just got the base stats upgrade, right? Yeah. It's... I just said, you know, we'll just give you that 86. Yeah. My midfield is like a little clogged at the moment, just, mm. you know, for what we've obviously, what we've been talking about chemistry wise, um, trying to get Bundesliga chem for yeah. some Byron boys. And I like using Muziala and then I have Benasser in the midfield as well. Mm-hmm. So... Though between those two, they're both very, very good. <laughs> yeah, not the room that we're, uh, you know. I guess it's it's crowded. That Blanc card really is causing problems. Mm. <laughs> and chemistry problems or problems for your opponent. Yeah, I just don't know what to do with it. I, I would say I like him. I don't love him. Mm. Like there are games that he certainly feels like pretty dominant, but oftentimes I just feel like mm, the card's like fine. But I'm like I should use this card. Mm. You know. Like, I'm not going to end up using him for that long, I would imagine. So I might as well, you know, mm. uh, make hay while the sun shines would be an American expression. Yeah, I guess yeah. I don't know if they say that in Europe. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. okay, great. Well, actually, it'd be worth us talking about whether people should make hay while the sun shines. And by the sun shining, I mean this Max 87 Hero SBC that's going to come. Whether, I mean, we don't know the price at the time of recording, but whether it's going to be worth completing if, let's say, that it is about the same price or maybe even cheaper than the Icon SBC last week, which a lot of people felt was decent value. So, yeah, Josh, what are your thoughts on that? Should people be doing it if they haven't done it already, of course? Yeah, it's it's an interesting one. I could see a very similar price. I actually thought that the for EA... And especially around icons, I thought the SBC last week was really well priced. It was mm. right in that most of the players were around that 100k mark that the SBC ended up coming in at, um, with the kind of quite a lot of opportunity to get a 200k player and the opportunity to get Rude Van Nistelrooy. <laughs> but I think with this one, it's going to be a kind of similar price. I think it will make it less worth it because there are so much more option on the lower end that you're likely to get. But with the extra chemistry that the heroes get, it could, you know, if you get a Lars Ricken, for example, another cam, although he can be moved to right mid, it could really help if you're running a Bundesliga setup like James is, you know, just to get those extra two league chem points, it might allow for a little bit more team creativity. Yeah, certainly hoping myself that it will help a bit more than the uh, icon one chemistry-wise. But what about you, Jason Kimpembro? Any particular thoughts on whether people should do it if it's around the same price as the Icon one, maybe a bit cheaper? What I said about the Icon SBC last week is I don't think it's good value because of how many unusable icons there are. Uh, but I didn't think it was bad value. So I thought it was worth it was worth a crack, really. Um, hmm. What I will say, Icons this year, a lot of them are, are way more viable simply just because of the way the game is. Um, the meta of the game like in previous years was you you had to have a certain body type height dribbling ability that sort of stuff and if you didn't fit inside that meta you generally you was you was unusable but this year there's a lot more usable cards you know you see a lot of people running cards that you wouldn't usually use so i mean it did make it a a pretty good sbc and i think this hero i think it might be a bit more expensive than last week's because i agree that the the low end of the heroes you've got like I don't know, about five heroes or four heroes, all like less than 40K. But the pool is smaller. Mm. And I'd say about half of the the heroes are pretty usable. Whereas I don't think the the ratio was quite that good for icons. And the icons don't, obviously the icon chemistry is a bit of a pain, you know. So I think we might see it similar or a little bit more. I don't see it being any cheaper. Mm -hmm. Obviously, everyone's going to be hunting for Toro, Marquisio. And then, you know, anything, the other side of that, you've got Cordoba King, Q, all that sort of stuff. But I mean, um, I'll definitely do it. You know, you've got to take a yeah. shot. Right? I think <laughs> Tour is like 1.2 million, you know, you yeah, got, yeah. you got, got to roll the dice. And that's what a lot of people play the game for, don't they? You know, the little yeah. casino packs gives you that, that you know, that endorphin rush. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, um, but I, I think it will be a bit more, not much more, but I think it'll be a bit more. Yeah. I think you make a great point though, with the, the Icon SPC was like a no brainer. I was like, at this point in the game, almost any of these icons are like 
quote unquote, like usable in some way, shape or form, like the majority of them for sure. So like, why not roll the dice and see what happens? Mm. And I think the hero one's going to be probably pretty similar for me. And also, if you're running a Premier League team, like I feel like the number of Premier League heroes is quite high. Yeah, it's mad. I, mm. I, I would say as well, we have got to keep in mind that we are now three and a bit weeks away from the World Cup when we're going to get the World Cup heroes. And if you pre-ordered the game, you're going to get a World Cup version of these heroes. Now they might have different leagues. And I don't think everyone is getting a World Cup version. I don't know if that's been confirmed or not. I don't think they are. Um, so there is that to bear in mind, which could affect the price. But um, Jason brings up a great point that there's 12 um, players that are 150k or higher and 13 that are 100k or lower and nobody in between. So mm. I I would suggest probably we will see it in the 150 plus range price wise, but they may price it low as a compensation for the hero pack or as a you know, kind of bringing the price down as we lead into the World Cup. Um, yeah, be be interesting to see where they put it. I was going to say, if it's any more than 25K, then it's bad value really, isn't it? <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, maybe there is some argument that they should be a bit more generous considering the number of people who got a free trade or free 25K tradable hero, but uh, we'll have to see. It'll be interesting to um, see how this next couple of weeks pans out in the build-up to the World Cup. Uh, I think there's already rumours of what promo we're going to be guessing on Friday, which seems like one that a lot of people are going to like and is going to add more chemistry options, which is nice. And I feel like it's a theme that... Which promo is that, Ben? Well, I mean, maybe I'll, I'll say it and then, you know... You, you can can't just like tease it. You can close your ears if you don't want spoilers, right? But it's going to be out of position. So there'll be position changes and things. That's the rumor at the moment. Yeah. But also, I think they're doing it so early because they'll be doing this multiple times during the cycle because it's just such an attractive proposition with the way chemistry works. Um, I could definitely see it coming back in the future. Uh, I think we should probably wrap up there, though, because we're going to go off and do the gameplay pod. But yeah, thank you very much to our guests here. We'll start with Kim Pembro, aka Jason. It's been great to have you back on for the first time in FIFA 23. Yeah, it's been a pleasure. I always enjoy doing this. So yeah, no, thank you very much for having me. And uh, yeah, hopefully I'll be back soon. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And uh, for those who don't know, where can people catch you on Twitter, etc.? Oh, yeah, I'm Kim Pembro on all socials. Uh, I say it all the time. It's it's pretty unique. So I didn't struggle to get Kim Pembro across every <laughs> social. So yeah, yeah, just you can find me on all socials, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, that sort of stuff. I just don't know why I wasn't Kim Pembrov. <laughs> yeah, very, very English. Very, very English. <laughs> and we've also had Josh, aka Spreadsheet FIFA. So thank you very much again for coming on. Yes, thank you very much for having me. As 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 I told you in uh private messages, it stops me from talking FIFA to the missus. So it's uh, so it's a net positive. <laughs> uh, that sounds quite a good podcast. Maybe do some special episodes. <laughs> uh, and we've also had uh, japes on this podcast of course thank you very much for coming on cheers ben happy to be back uh, i enjoyed talking content this week hoping for some big content weeks to come so the pod and uh, as i'm recording this in the future i can jump in and say that the hero sbc obviously did come as we expected and everything there was still relevant because it was actually even cheaper than the expected price i would say and that meant yeah it was well worth a gamble i even did it on the road to glory and managed to get harry kuehl which was actually very good he's pretty usable i used him in draft in the past and he was effective so looking forward to using him again so yeah send some pics see who you got over on twitter at for weekly pod and of course, as always, if you've listened to this and enjoyed it, if you're listening for the first time, do subscribe. You can do so via all the podcast platforms. And of course, if you'd like to enter that 24,000 people point giveaway, support the pod, keep it going, just £3 a month, and you get bonus podcasts every week, including this week's gameplay podcast, then it is a great time to do so because of that 24,000 FIFA point giveaway, which it isn't too long until it ends. So head over to bit.ly slash 23 points or just search support for weekly or follow the link in the description. Thank you very much as always to all the supporters keeping the podcast going and those icon patrons. Dave B, Hugh J, Coach Vass, Alan G, Alistair, Anthony R, Dominic P, Rob P, Jeff B, Stephen F, Tom B, Damon H, David S, Nick Jack M, Eric T, Neil P, Adam G, Elliot M, Dan W, at pace of a tortoise, Roger D, Jake G, Springford, Nishant, Harry P, Alex M, Lee A, Brendan W, Andrew C, Joe W, Timothy J, Dylan, Adam R, Sam K, 
Graham W, Andy, Ads H2K, and Brian V. At Lowe's, we know you can get the job done faster if you don't have to stop and come into the store all the time. That's why we've updated our app with your business in mind. With the app, you can build quotes, easily reorder your supplies, track orders, and much more. So you can get everything you need right away, stay on the job, finish it, and get started on the next one. Download the app today. Because Lowe's knows time is money. Lowe's knows pros. Plus a special thanks to Luke M, Dave B, Hugh J, Tom M, Darren W, and Pato Foot for advice and production assistance. Before I leave you, just one more thing to add, though. FIFA's a bit like life, really. It has its many ups and its many downs. If you're having a few more downs than ups in real life in these more difficult times, then please don't feel that you're alone or need to struggle on without taking action. If you go to thecalmzone.net, there's loads of resources, advice, support, or even just a friendly chat for anyone who needs it. If it sounds like it could help you, then head over to thecalmzone.net. And for now, have a good one, and I'll catch you on the next podcast. At Lowe's, we know you can get the job done faster if you don't have to stop and come into the store all the time. That's why we've updated our app with your business in mind. With the app, you can build quotes, easily reorder your supplies, track orders, and much more. So you can get everything you need right away, stay on the job, finish it, and get started on the next one. Download the app today, because Lowe's knows time is money. Lowe's knows pros. Social Podcast Network. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press one. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press two. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over a hundred social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.